Yo, what is up? Welcome to the Whoop and Shoot podcast. It is Troop here, and it's your boy Whoop. On this podcast, we're going to be doing our guest alliance for NFL Week 9 and also some NBA trade and just free agency talk. So, start us off with the first game, Whoop. All right, for the first game, we got the Packers at the Niners. Uh, big game this week for uh, both teams. Niners coming off of a, a loss to Seattle interconference game, and uh, Packers uh, coming off of a bad loss to the Vikings, another interconference game. Uh, one thing about this game for the Packers, their defense has got to be better, obviously. And also with their offense, well, obviously, honestly, both sides of the ball. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers got to be better. And, you know, uh, he's been kind of bailing bailing out the Packers offense. And the one thing about this Niners defense is they're still one of the best defenses in the NFL. Their offense hasn't played uh, really well this year. And uh, that's why they're like a mediocre team. But for this game, if the Packers come out sluggish on offense and they're not coming out firing, it'll be a close game, I feel like. So the Packers, they got to come out firing and they got to come out uh, the more aggressive team to win this game. And uh, and personally for me, what's my spread on this game? I said Packers minus two. So uh, you, your thoughts and what you had. Um, the Niners aren't much of a team. They're kind of weak offensively. They've been banged up. They have Jimmy Garoppolo back, but he's looked questionable at times. The Packers' defense is god-awful, though. Besides their offense, which Aaron Rodgers has still been carrying, their defense has been bad. And really, they got gashed for four touchdowns by Dalvin Cook last week to a really bad Vikings team. But they're still a much better team than the 49ers in my eyes. So I got uh, Green Bay minus six. You said you had Green Bay minus six? Yeah. All right. The spread is Green Bay minus six on the dot. Go work, go work. Easy, wow. easy. That's uh, kind of that's actually kind of higher than I thought. But uh, next game we got the New York Giants at the Washington Football Team. The Giants coming off their loss to the Buccaneers, and who did Washington play last week? They, I think they had a bye. Yeah, they had a bye. Yeah, they did. Um, sure. The Giants are they're not a bad team. They've just been kind like, of unlucky. I mean they played they played well against the Bucks, but mm-hmm. they really have lost a bunch of close games by a point to the Eagles, a point to the football, Washington Football Team earlier this year. Uh, two points to the Bucks, like I said. Yeah. So, but they, I mean, they have Daniel Jones, their quarterback. He obviously can't finish games for them, and they're still a young team. Same with the Washington football team, but they've looked better defensively by a yeah. long shot. So I'm going to go Washington minus five for me. You said Washington minus five. I have uh, Washington minus three and a half, but before I look at the spread to see what it was, I want to say one thing about this game is honestly it's kind of a bigger game than you think. Because the leader of this division is the Eagles, and they only have what three wins, or do they have four? Three, four, and one. Yeah, the three, four, and one. So, realistically, you know, the Giants are two games back, or two and a half. It's it's but still two wins back. So it, it's really anybody's division, even the Cowboys, honestly. But you know, the the odds are the Cowboys won't win the division. Yeah. But it is a big interconference game. Uh, to you know, it's it's a huge game. Um. Mm-hmm. Even though these teams are pretty awful, but anyways, I had Washington three minus three and a half. You had a minus five. The spread is Washington minus three. All right, one one, one respect. One. I'm surprised. I thought it was gonna be a little bit higher than that. Uh, next game we have Detroit at Minnesota. This game's tough. Both teams are in the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Both are questionable. You know, the uh, Vikings finally get two wins now, I believe, with their win against the Packers last week. Yeah, and they- the Lions fell to. Who did the Lions lost to the Colts last week? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Two both, and five and three and four. Lions are three and four. Vikings two and five. Yeah, both are not very good teams. I'm yeah. gonna go Minnesota minus three, just because Dalvin Cook's been kind of a beast lately. I had uh, Minnesota minus two and a half. Oh, very similar. Yeah, very similar. Um, 
The Vikings minus four. So you got that. Ah, two to, right, one. Two, one. two to one. Next game, we got Panthers at Kansas City. I'll let you go first, Mr. one. Panthers at the Chiefs. I had the Chiefs minus six and a half. You are looking down on this game too much. It's at Kansas City, and the Panthers look pretty bad these last few games. You know, that loss to the Falcons just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. And I, the Chiefs have been looking good, so I'm going to go Kansas City minus 10. I feel like, honestly, it's probably going to be somewhere in the middle, like minus eight. But uh, let's see. It is the – can find the game. There it is. Chiefs minus 11. Wow. wow. What I tell you, That's bro? high. That's high. I didn't three think one, it would be that three much. 3-1. Dude, three I one. told you, they like to favor the Chiefs heavily. All right. Next game, we got Denver at Atlanta. Ooh, this one, both teams are a little weird. The Falcons have a terrible defense like we know, and they love to blow big leads. Denver, with that come-behind win against the, the Chargers, Chargers last week. Yeah. Drew Locke back has actually been a big yeah, big plus for them. They're, they're on a two, two-game winning streak. Didn't realize he'd be that important for yeah, them right now. Three and four. So I think it'll be a close game. I got Atlanta minus two and a half just because they're at home. Okay, who did I have? I had Atlanta minus four and a half. Um, let's see, let's see. It's Atlanta minus four. Nice. Respect, so, respect. Three, three, to two, three to two Chandler. All right, uh, next game we had the Dolphins at the Cardinals. I had Cardinals taking this game. We'll spread out Cardinals minus five and a half. Wow. You have yeah, five, if you can look at my computer, uh, we have the exact same thing. Oh, wow. Um, Great minds think alike. Uh, I think that's a pretty good number. The Cardinals are really good offensively, but the Dolphins, you know, I think they're three and three, might be three and four. Oh no, the Dolphins are four and three. Oh, four and three. This My team, bad. this team is honestly okay. They're, 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 not they're don't, not don't legit, look, but they're, no, they're a, they're a great like Cinderella type of story. Yeah, team. defensively they've looked okay, and just really their supporting cast on their offense. Ryan Fitzpatrick was yeah. leading them, and now Tua didn't look good last game, but. But they got, the it, done. Yeah, they they got, got it done. They got it done. So and, and they beat a Rams team who's a uh supposedly good team. Probably a legit playoff team. No, not legit. Well, like like not like a they championship kinda, contender, but I think they could maybe win like first round. Maybe. Um so well, it's a good win nonetheless. The Dolphins are are better than we give them credit for, but I still got like we said, Arizona minus five and a half. What's and the spread on that? The one? spread is Arizona four and a half. So not too far off, but still three to two. Um next game we had the Saints. At the Buccaneers, a uh, big game this week. Um, um, this interconference year, game. Yeah, I got Drew Brees going up against Tom Brady. Going to be a good matchup. Right. Tampa Bay has looked like the better team, but New Orleans is no sleeper. They have a legit defense. Um, one of the, obviously the best running attack in football, you say, with Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Um, they have lost some receiver weapons, but like I said, their defense has gotten a lot better with Cam Jordan leading that D line. Right. And yeah, the Bucks, one one of the arguably best defenses in football. Maybe and then the all best, probably yeah. Best. Maybe, well, yeah. maybe behind the Colts, but number one offensively and just having the crazy weapons they have: Chris Godwin, yeah. Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, yeah. now Antonio Brown. Yeah, they're pretty stacked with Tom Brady. This is this is AB's first week. Yeah, like, this is projected to be so. So, it's tough to not even want to favor the Bucks by more, but just because you know yeah. interconference, like you said, and they always play each other close. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay minus four and a half. Okay. Um. Uh. Some points about this game first. I was gonna say. Uh. I think. One of the big things for the Saints is obviously they're going to rely heavily on Kamara because with you know My- Michael Thomas isn't back yet, is he? No. Right. So they're going to re- rely. I don't on- think so. He I- might be, but he I'm, might be. I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure he's out. Yeah. So they're going to be relying heavily on Kamara, and it's going to be more of receiving out of the backfield more than anything because mm-hmm. of how good the uh, B- uh, Buccaneers defense is. And I think with 
and Breeze is obviously going to have to step up. But I think the uh, Buccaneers' defense will be too much for the Saints. And I think as long as the Buccaneers stick to their game plan, they have enough weapons with Godwin Evans, like you were saying. And it's really going to come down, uh, come back to the uh, Buccaneers' offensive line. If they can just stay strong, Brady will hit the uh, will hit his um, will hit his stars. I mean, that's why they're stars for a reason. So I, I got the Buccaneers. Even, I mean, they did look bad in that. Giants win a few days ago. They they keep, did keep that in mind. They that's, did. I, I think they'll back bounce back though. I think, I think they will, but I think that's the reason the spread's going to be a little bit lower. I, I want I, I wanted had, to say like six and a half. I had Buccaneers minus four. Oh, you um, said you said lower than me. Yeah, I thought I, you were going to say higher. To be honest, uh, yeah, I had Buccaneers minus four. I mean, just because you know the Saints that came off that mm-hmm. win against the uh, Bears, and I think they're on a oh it's Buc- uh, Buc- Bucks minus five and a half, so four to two. But um, <sighs> just I'll, the I was like, saying the Saints are on like a what, two three game. I think they're two three right game. Yeah, you're right. And, Next uh, game we got. Houston at Jacksonville. Both these teams are one and six. Not good teams. Jaguars looked abysmal. And, you know, after the Texans fired uh, Bill O'Brien, they finally got their one win, but still haven't looked like a good football team. I actually have this game as a pick 'em. Really? Yeah. So I guess, you know, how we usually do like whatever, whoever picks against the team, like there's no way you can win. But since I did a pick 'em, we'll just do who's close. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but that, that's, I really think it'd be like that close. They're both pretty doggone bad. Okay, so you picked what, – what what'd you say? It's a pick em. Like, there's no spread. Oh, 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 okay. I get, I get what you're saying. I was confused for a minute. I thought you were talking about something totally unrelated. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you were just saying you picked, like – like pick. I, I don't know what you're saying. I had – I have the uh, Texans minus one and a half. You had them, like, straight even. Yeah, so we'll just do it based off who's closest. Uh, guess what it is. Is it a pick em? Houston minus seven. What? That's crazy. Houston minus, I mean, Jaguars are awful. Yeah, but I didn't think like – And I guess it's just like – I'm just thinking division. Isn't a division the game too? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And it's at Jacksonville too. That was the real reason. I was like, I, yeah. why not? And I, that's why I had it one and a half. Well, that's surprising. Just because the Houston is a better team, but like both teams are one and six. So, so it's 4-3. Chandler's up now. And then the next thing we have uh, Colts at well, – No, it's Ravens yeah, at Ravens Colts. at Colts. Wait. Yeah, it's Ravens at Colts. Um. I had the Ravens minus four in this game. What did you have, Matt? Um, the Colts got a really good defense. Right. But I, I see the Ravens bouncing back well after this Chiefs loss. They could have had this. Steelers, Steelers lost. sorry. Yeah. Steelers lost. They they should they could have had that game and it kind of slept, uh, got out of their hands. The Colts are okay, but I just see the Ravens bouncing back well here. So I'm going to go Baltimore minus five. Okay. I had Baltimore minus four. Some things about this game real quick. I – one thing I want to say is, you know, the Ravens, they're, they're seen as a championship contender, but what's got to be better is their passing. Um, they're in the bottom third in passing offense um, in the league. Lamar and, Jackson's becoming predictable. Yeah, I, I don't exactly. know if you made this point last podcast, but I just want to reiterate it. Defenses, after watching Lamar Jackson, completely embarrassed the entire NFL last year and win that MVP unanimously, just literally going crazy. They defenses start, have started, started the game. On. Yeah, they had, yeah. An, they had an entire offseason to game plan, and every single defense in the NFL is preparing how can we make – Lamar Jackson looked bad. How can we not get beat by this guy? Right. So they're going to have stuff ready for him. And exactly. that's definitely shown this year because defenses are starting to look like they can kind of tell what he's doing. They're not surprised. Mm-hmm. But they're, start, they're starting to stump him on offense. And, and uh, the Ravens are going to have to switch up their game plan. And like I said, last game getting away from him, that was probably the third big game he's had in the last few months mm-hmm. that Lamar Jackson just hasn't been there where they needed him. So he's yeah. going to really need to step back up and be that quarterback he's supposed to be. Right. Um. You know – the Ravens lost to the Chiefs. Now they've lost to the Steelers this year. Mm-hmm. Two two big games, and and honestly, those are the kind of the uh, games that test how good your team is. Yeah, and uh, they lost 
uh, arguably maybe the two best teams in uh, the two best teams in uh, the NFL right now. So those two huge games, and I think I think they'll bounce back. Uh, thing about the Colts though is you know the Colts defense is what's been keeping them in like. Keeping in, in, like, the in this season, yeah. like having a uh, a good record, and it's really going to come down to Philip Rivers and and how far he's how much he's going to improve at like what thirty eight years old over the mm-hmm. season. I don't see him improving that much, and I have the Ravens uh, favoring this game minus four and winning this game. But uh, what do you have, Matt? You I have him at five. Yeah, I'm at five. It is Baltimore minus two and a half. Wow, that's so, a that's a little bit lower than I expected. Yeah, home field advantage. Um, they got some respect for the Colts, I guess. Is it four four? four, four? Yeah, four four. four. Okay. All right. All right next game seven. we have Chicago at Tennessee. I'll let you go first in this one, Peg. Chicago at Tennessee. I have the Titans minus three. The Titans are coming off a loss to who they lose? Bengals. To? Bengals. Oh they yeah, lost two straight. They've looked bad recently, but the Titans are. I still think a uh, a team to look out for. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bears have looked terrible offensively. Um. Just looked so one-dimensional. They can't – not even one-dimensional. They haven't been able to do anything, throw the ball, run the ball. It just looked weak. Defensively is what's kept them in it. And, you know, some random drives here and there from Nick and Fol- from Nick Foles and Allen Robinson. Yeah. But I don't know. They just look – they're winning games ugly. I just want to see them start playing well because they're barely – Offensively, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I Offensively. Mean, that, the, they've been gritty. They've grinded out and won close games. But I don't really see that – I want to see him play with some finesse. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't think they'll be winning these close games as the season goes on. I think yeah. they're bound to lose. You know, some because of, keep these because their offense isn't that great. And and if they if the Bears want to be a true playoff contender, Nick Foles or whether it's Mitch Trubisky, if they go back to him, one or the other, they, they're going to have to step up because the Bears' defense is stellar, but it's not. It's not going. You got to be great on both sides of the ball to win a championship and even to go deep in this playoff and the playoffs. So, but for this game. For this game specifically, I think uh, the Titans will end up winning, but they're going to have to rely more on Ryan Tannehill because of how good the Bears' run defense is. And, um, you know, Henry will get his carries, yeah. and, you know, he'll play well, but it's really going to, I feel like, going to be on the arm of Ryan Tannehill and look out for A.J. Brown because I think I could see him having a, a big game. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I do. I think uh, I think he's kind of like a make-or-break type guy for them to win this game because uh, that's probably – Besides, maybe Corey Davis is probably Ryan Tannehill's like go-to guy, and uh, with De- uh, Derrick Henry not going to be running the ball as much, he'll be looking to him a lot here. So uh, I had yeah. I had Tennessee minus four in this game. What about you? I had, uh, Tennessee minus three. It is Tennessee five and a half. Wow! All right, I'm at five four now. Five four, man. That's, that's wow. next game. We got Seattle Seahawks at the Buffalo Bills. This one's tough. You know, the Bills are six and two. Seattle six and one. Both have been good teams. Bills have had some questionable loss or some questionable games. You know that close game to the Patriots and Jets too. Yeah, they won eighteen to ten. Seattle, their only really bad loss when they gave gave that game away to the Cardinals. But besides that, they looked like a pretty good team. And it's so, not even a bad loss. Cardinals are a legit team. Like they're like I mean, no, but their defense looked terrible. Oh, I well, mean, that's it, true. it kind of exploited their defense. That, that is true. But offensively, they've looked stellar the whole year. Yeah, the Bills. You know, Josh Allen's had a big improvement from his season last year. Some people were trying to say he's like a top eight quarterback, top this kind of crap. I don't think he's that good, but he's definitely improving and getting a lot better. He's got some sure arm talent, that's for sure. I'm going to go Seattle minus two and a half. Oh, actually, I'm going to go Seattle minus three. Seattle minus three? Yeah. I'm bumping it up. Did you have Seattle minus three? It's Seattle minus three, and I had Seattle minus two. 
so you get it. But dang yeah, I wish you had kept it with two and a half. No, I, I had to, uh, no. It just felt, I was hyping up Seattle while I was talking. There, I was like, wait, they're a lot better than the Bills. It's got to be at least three because two and a half is when it's like almost a pick them in my eyes. Yeah, all right, so you're up six four. Um, you didn't want to say anything about the game. You, you're just that mad. Well, point. well, I mean, obviously Seahawks. Uh, I, the Seahawks are the better team here. Their defense is going to have to be better as far as like a, a overall season. Um, oh, for sure, big picture type thing. Uh, obviously Russell Wilson's playing great MVP type year. Lockett and DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf are going to be big in this game because the Bills, if we're if we're being honest, the Bills defense isn't great. So I could see yeah. this game being kind of higher scoring and and uh, it will become it'll I think it'll come down to who's the better quarterback and that's Russell Wilson who has the better offense and that's the Seahawks. So I see the Seahawks winning pro- probably by like a touchdown or ten points here, but the Bills offense is. It is good. They could have a game where they blow up and Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen ha- are going like crazy in that one-two duo, one-two punch type thing. But I do see the Seahawks winning like by seven to ten points and uh, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf being too much for the Bills defense on the offensive end. So, yeah, so you go up 6-4. Next game we have is the Chargers. No, it's the Raiders, Raiders at Chargers. Yeah. Yep, Raiders at Chargers. Um, I have the Raiders favored minus three. This game's going to be interesting. You know, the Chargers just blew that – Last game to the Broncos, like we said. The Raiders coming off that weird win in that windy game against the Browns. But um, what is the Raiders' record, actually? Let me look it's at like, that. I think they're uh, – I don't actually know. I want to look. The Raiders are 4-3 and three, and the Chargers are 2-5. Two two and and five. Five. I'm going to go oh, – I had uh, Raiders minus 3.5. But to be honest, I see the Raiders winning this game by a touchdown. My ass. What's the spread on the game? It's, I had Raiders minus three. And, I had them three and a half. And uh, believe it or not, the Chargers are favored one and a half. That's ridiculous. They're two and five. Yeah, I don't. I don't what? see. I don't know. I don't know. They just That's their defense look questionable. Crazy. Justin Herbert's played good, but and yeah, it, I don't know. I think the Raiders are a better team than people give them credit for. Yeah, Raiders are a solid team. Derek Carr, you know, Josh Jacobs has been running the ball well this year. They got it together, and they're not they like beat the Chiefs. They're like. They're like one of those teams where they're not bad defensively and they're not bad offensively, but they're not great on either side of the ball. So they kind of mold it well together where they're about that mediocre to better than average type team. I just don't see how the Chargers could be favored. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that either. Especially, Especially they're, after they're losing that game against the Broncos. Yeah. Um, maybe they should have beaten the Broncos. Well, they should have. They were up 24-3. Well, yeah, they should have. They were up 24-3. to But still, so. I don't I don't, I don't um, know. Maybe it's the Justin Herbert effect. Well, next game we have – So 6-4 still. Yeah, Pittsburgh at Dallas. Uh, this will be Sunday Night Football. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Um, I've got – I'll let you go first this one. I don't want to hear you have to say because – Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I'm, I saw your screen. Yeah. Pittsburgh minus 16. Yeah, no, I'm not, oh. I, I'm going to win this one. I already know. I already know because I'm looking at yours. You got six and a half. Dude. It'll probably be something you, like listen, 11. Listen, just, just because, It'll be 11 and just listen, just listen to me. How much – no, I want you to look at it just so I can be right before I say Honestly, it. Honestly, you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to get it. I know I am. Just show it to me. Show it to me. Is that Dallas, though? Is that yeah. Dallas? Yeah. Last Sh- week? No, just show it Wait, to wait. Me. Last week, Eagles were favored minus 10, and they were at home. Do you know what the Eagles record was? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> okay. I might, I actually might have a chance here. No, pull it up. I, 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 I want to see it before I give my spiel. <sighs> what was it? Minus 14. Come here. Exactly what I'm saying. The Eagles in <laughs> Dallas play each other close we're literally best rivals. Every game between us is close. Even when like one of us is a little bit better than the other. Yes. We had almost even records. They're two and they were two and four. We were two, three, and one. And they had us minus ten and a half. Ten and a half. That is how bad this Dallas team is. I don't know if you've watched this game pain the last few games. Dallas hasn't scored a touchdown in two games. 
Yeah, I know. Dallas a touchdown. Was, Dallas just was a touchdown. Dallas was yeah, awful. and the Pitts, Pittsburgh's undefeated. And, yeah, honestly, the best yeah, team in football. I don't know what I was thinking about when it record was six best, and a half, but yeah. I, I still think 16's kind of too high. 7-4, baby. I think – I think uh, no, well, it is 7-4. Yeah, it is 7-4. But – <laughs> is, is it 7-4? Yeah, 6-4. No, Golly. I, you know, we already know what's going to happen this game. Pittsburgh's going to dominate. They're just better on both sides of the ball Yeah, but is not doing nothing. And, uh, hey, over, he, needs over, to, over, he, he, need, he needs to start throwing Amari Cooper, though, because it's hurting my fantasy team. Dude, having freaking a, lost to you because he doesn't know how to throw oh, the ball. Oh, yeah. We should, we'll go to the last game and we'll talk about that. Golly, last game we have man. Patriots at the Jets. I'll go first. I got Pats minus 7. Uh, Pats minus 6. Please give it to me. Come on. I want an 8-4. probably higher. I want an 8-4 win. I thought, I don't know. The Pats look really bad. Oh, my God. What is it? Pats minus 7. <laughs> on the money. Crap. On the money to go oh 8-4. Oh, my gosh. You know, this has been a week of lose and whoop. So, just move on from this. Our fantasy matchup, I've been struggling this year. Payton's been making a lot of moves. Talking that smack to me. Let me know I'm not good at fantasy. Well, my, all right, all right. And this week. If we go over our teams. Do you want to go over the week? We yes, can, if we go over – yes, let's go over this week real quick. We might as well. It's our first matchup, so definitely. So going into this week, I was what? I was three and three and four. He's two and five? Yes. Right. So my team's better than what it – than what, like, my record shows. Um, my team is not. Yes, <laughs> it is not. It, I'll agree. Holy cow. But it does not That's matter. That's makes me mad. Whoever wins – Okay. Does not mean they're better. My boy Ryan Tannehill went off for a quick 17. You got Russell Wilson dropped 28 for you. Right. Mike Davis drops a clean eight. Not bad for me. You got Kamara with 25. How, how are you losing this week? Tell me. Um, Boston I, Scott with nine for me. You got Clyde Edwards only putting up six. Yes. I, holy cow. Who, who really – oh, wow. Oh, you just get to your team. I'll, I'll talk about mine. You can go first. Okay. So, right. Russell Wilson, big game with 28 and Kamara with 25. Then, like, you know, Clyde was I made a trade and got Hilaire, Russell Wilson, and Amari Cooper, and it was for Lamar Jackson, Jonathan Taylor, and I gave away Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Which is honestly a pretty – It's a pretty, pretty fair trade. Like, the Russell Wilson is dominating is, Lamar Jackson as far as statistical yeah. points this oh, year. And 100%. So, so that's what I was kind of going off of. And I was thinking Hilaire won't be – I don't think the deficit between Hilaire and Jonathan Taylor is as much as the deficit between – Oh, I don't think at all. Between I think Wilson Hilaire, and Lamar. Yeah, I think Hilaire will do well. And, and then, then Kenny Galladay's Ken, no. obviously injured. Ken, yeah, Kenny, Kenny Galladay's – He's injured? He's injured right now. For, oh, okay. That's Not good, out for the season, but he's been – I'd rather have had him, zero points the past two weeks. I'd rather have him healthy than – Than Amari Cooper. Yeah, for sure. With Ben DiNucci throwing I, I wanted to tell you this. You have Amari Cooper, and I think you used to have C.D. Lamb. Right, but I, I feel like – Having but what what I was basing it off of there when we were making this trade is Amari Cooper is their number one option on that team and with a new quarterback like Ben DiNucci, I would no, be thinking when, should, it, when he throws the ball he's going to probably be looking for their number one target. That's what my mind. No, nah, I is. think when you're a new quarterback and you're not really trying to throw the deep. I mean, Amari Cooper's got the number one route. He's going to usually have like the deep ball or the hardest ball to throw. He's going to throw to the tight end and throw to the check down uh, running back. And also, he's just not true. good at throwing the ball. So I just don't. I don't like having receivers in those teams. So that's why. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I my next player up, I had Allen Robinson. He went off, had a clean twenty. God. It was nice. You had Tyler Lockett, that, and that's what killed me. Tyler Lockett only he's had been, seven point thirty. He's been a machine, averaging nineteen for you. One put up seven. Yeah, I had Justin Jefferson go for five. Deontay Johnson had one point sixty points. I had two wide receivers with under two points in uh this week, and and my tight end got three point four. After you did, like, you trade away Mark joking? Andrews. You traded away Mark Andrews. Yeah, I traded away Mark Andrews. And you talking about how Higby's so good? He puts up three. 
Evan Ingram, who you were talking that crap about. He was so good. I just think he's a solid. Dude, you talked that crap about Evan Ingram, and he had that game on Monday night, had to have 12, had to have 10 points for me, puts up 12. What a game. Cole Beasley, you know, my rest of my team didn't play that with Justin Tucker only at eight. Cole Beasley's beating My defense only got one point. (laughs) Awful. It's irritating, though. And I had CeeDee Lamb on the bench. Hey, what can you say? I'm the best fantasy player. But now to move on. We're we're both three and five, by the way. Yeah, now we're tied. Um, And I just beat you, so I'm better. But now to move on to the NBA portion of this podcast. Now to move on to our NBA part of our podcast, talk about NBA trades and free agency. Um, First point I want to talk about is, you know, we know Giannis is kind of close to signing with the Heat. And I want to know your thoughts about this. I like Um, Giannis with the Heat. I think he could go well with them. Him and Jimmy Butler complement each other well. They got a really deep team there. Good shooters in Tyler Harrow and Duncan Mm -hmm. Robinson. And a really good facilitating point guard in Goran Dragic. So to see Giannis alongside a team with that kind of balanced and even talent would be pretty nice to see. Yeah, honestly, pretty unstoppable. Um, I think if Giannis, and for the East of standards, yeah, yeah, I think I think if Giannis were to join the Heat, I think they win the championship next year. No, I I, I wouldn't hop on that too fast. The, I, the Bucks have been. I think they should definitely be the favorites. They should be the favorites out of the East. I don't know about. I'm just saying, like if you combine, like you're saying, if you if you have a veteran point guard like Goran Dragic lined up with a guy like Jimmy Butler, who is you gotta, a you got to keep in mind premier All Star, and I think I think Giannis will fit. Nicely alongside with Bam, but that, are you really trying to say favorite to win like out of everybody or just like in the East? Well, out of everybody, I got to remember the Lakers. Yeah, the Clippers. I, you know, Gian, people, if, people are high listen, on the Warriors too. Listen, I know, I know they are, but if, think about it. If Giannis joins the Heat, I mean, LeBron and AD is good, but their supporting cast is going to have to be better as well. Like if you look they, at the this, Lakers, going to have to get better, I right? Agree. If you look at this Heat team, like you said, they're balanced. Like they have guys who like like their supporting cast. Who are good players? Like you know, you, you still have Tyler Hero, you still have Duncan Robinson, and then you're putting Bam, uh, Jimmy, Giannis, and uh, Goran. So you got all right. So you got like four. You got four guys who are like all star level. I'm putting. I'm putting. You have Duncan Robinson all star. No, I'm have Goran kind of all star level. I think he's kind of all star level. That's a hot take life. because he hasn't been an all star in a few. Uh, I know. I, I think. I think all-star. he's just been underrated. From where he's playing at, but I think his numbers are. If he can stay healthy, he could definitely be a big part of that team. Uh, yes, I agree. yes. Maybe he's just under All Star level, but he's like. But they still have a big three with yeah. Bam, Giannis, and Jimmy. That is true. And then you have, but, but then, then your next three, you but, got you but, got. Wait, 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 I don't mean to cut you off so yeah. much, but Bam and Giannis do play the same position. I think they will work great together, though. You got you How? got Giannis can Giannis can play the center. T- they're a five out team, and those are two guys that can play in the five out system. But I don't right. know, just like. Having that big of a lineup would be interesting. They're both athletic enough where they you can definitely adjust. You're right. And then defensively, they they'd be great. And then if you keep, defensively would be scary that team. Yeah, that team would be nasty. Jimmy, him, Jimmy and, and Giannis. Giannis, a defensive player of the year, and then Jimmy can guard any wing and pretty much he, point he, guards at times. He's guarded LeBron at the end of the yeah. game. He's, I mean, he can and do then it all. and then they have shooters and Duncan and Tyler. That team's nasty. You got everything you want. I mean, they basically had the Heat. Basically, kind of had everything they wanted. This past year, they were missing that one guy who's like elite because Jimmy wasn't quite at that level. But now you bring in Giannis, who's a top five player in the NBA. That team's scary. That team's definitely nasty. Yeah, that'll definitely be interesting to see if Giannis really does sign with them. And and And, I think another team that uh, was kind of in talks with, you know, trying to get Giannis to sign with them was the Mavs. I think Giannis was kind of big on the Mavs. It was between the Mavs and the Heat, and the the Mavs would have been nasty too if they – if. I mean, I guess it's not a done it's deal. It's not a done deal yet, but but uh, both be, of those teams would be nasty. It'll definitely be interesting. Interesting to see where Giannis decides to go. Next thing we want to talk about: trade talks between the Sixers and the Rockets for Harden and 
all maybe possibly Embiid. Um, some different packages I've seen. I'm gonna just get your thoughts on them, Payne. Yeah. Uh, one was Aaron Gordon and James Harden for I believe Ben Simmons, Al Horford, and then I think it was either one or two first round picks. What are your what's your opinions on that kind of package deal? Um, if I am the Sixers, I wouldn't want to make that trade. But if I'm the like, like if I'm the Rockets, I'm definitely accepting it. That if you got to think if that's that, what the Sixers offer. Really? Yes. Because honestly, I think um, Eric Gordon's a little bit better than Al Horford. They played two different positions, but they're both like in their late in their careers where they, it kind of cancels out, kind of like a wash. And then nah, I think Eric Gordon's got a lot more value in my eyes than, than Al, Al Horford. Horford. I, I agree, but, but I don't think it's like ben, enough where it's like yeah. But Ben Simmons does have a lot trade. of upside in a lot also, of potential. He's also not a lot as much money as someone like Harden is, who's a big contract they're trying right. to get rid of. But at the same time, I don't think the hard. Uh, Harden. I don't think the Rockets are but, trying to get rid of Harden. So yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, is I don't see either one of those teams making that trade because if you if you if the Rockets accept and the Sixers accept, you got Ben Simmons on a team with Russell Westbrook when they play the same position. Yeah. So I think something that would that, work that's out, just a proposed trade. Let me hear one of yours. That, that like like good. like what I would think. I think the smartest out of all the trades is just Embiid for Harden straight up. I don't. The Rockets won't do that. They don't want to give away Harden unless they're getting. I do think they want if they were to have to give away Harden. They've been on Harden's train for like what the past since 2013, the past yeah. seven years. I don't think they want to get rid of him. I don't see them getting over the hump unless they do something different. Yeah, and but I think that's a in, drastic change. And, that's a big risk for them. And, and, and I'm an Embiid guy. And listen, I'm saying that. And Embiid's arguably the best, the best center in the league. And I think it's just a good change for everybody. I see. I see. If you if you have Harden and Ben Simmons on the same team, Ben Simmons can then operate the offense the way he kind of wants to. And he's got. And they have a shooter in James Harden now, who will be like you know the primary scorer. And I think I think that duo it'll be kind of weird, but I think it'll end up working perfect for them, um, for what they're trying to do because Ben Simmons is a known passer. Harden is ball dominant, but I think they'd be able to adjust. And maybe yeah. Harden brings up the ball, and you and you move uh, Simmons to more like a three-four type of spot where he can still. No, nah, I think I think they'd still maybe do some switching on like who takes it up. But Ben would be the primary ball handler. But you think so? To your point about for Embiid, I don't think. Obviously, I don't think a trade's actually going to go down this year. This is a bunch of just talks and rumors. Yeah. But I mean, next year we could see. I just don't think this year that the Sixers will actually get rid of. Um, Ben or Joel, just because it's Doc's first year, and they yeah. want to give him a chance to just play with the team he's got right now, at least a little bit of it. But next year, for sure, especially if Harden doesn't like the Rockets, don't do well this year. They they say he's untouchable, like I've heard that, mm-hmm. but I that'll definitely change. And the like you said, Embiid for Harden, it, I guess it really isn't that because Harden is fading in his career. And Embiid's twenty. The Rockets, 26. who's the greatest Rocket of all time? Hakeem Olajuwon. Who is the direct comparison to Hakeem? Joel Embiid? Oh they're, the, they're both African kings of the NBA. Joel Embiid is <laughs> the greatest Cambodian player of all time. Okay. okay Cameroon, sorry. Yeah, like Cameroon. How many Cameroon, Cameroon players have came through the league? Um, I think there's one more. I don't know. What, what, four? <laughs> there's like one more. <laughs> so, yes. I, but, but, but so like, like, yeah, it, I, I think it's this kind trade, of a fit. I think this trade's perfect. Now, there's beef between – Embiid and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, they don't like. But to they'll win. squash all that. They're, they yeah. both want to win a championship. And honestly, I, I I still think the Sixers can be successful. Doc Rivers is coming in. You keep Ben Simmons and Embiid. They're both young. I think whatever tension they have, I think they, they can don't work. have. Bro, don't see. I don't, think don't I say no, that. they do have tension. They do. You know they do. It's called. There's a difference between playing, not playing together, 
like perfectly well in tension. They do not have they're on the same mental level. They're they're I think they're both frustrating. Winning. They're fr- think- they're frustrating with the teams uh how they've been playing, but with each other they're not. And that's a misconception that is I think I think totally- might be frustrated with Embiid. No, I don't think so. You don't think Ben Simmons no. is frustrated with how Embiid's level of effort and uh, game in game out? Cuz you know, you we we know Embiid will likes to, you know, maybe not give it his all every game. See, he has games where he slacks. You know he does. There's some games where he doesn't give it like I think he gives his best, but it just it just doesn't appear that way. Like he looks out of it sometimes. I'll agree with you there. But to say that him and Ben aren't like cohesive in like on the same level of like wanting to win and doing it all, I think they I think they can win together. Maybe that's just the Sixers fan of me talking I think they in the can bias. Too, but I think they need something to kick them in the butt. Cause I, they, I see what you're saying. Because Ben Simmons isn't a leader. He's not a natural leader, and neither is Embiid. Exactly. And I think, I, think, I, think with, I think that's where the problem that, is starting. And to I lie. think with Doc Rivers coming in, I think that'll be perfect because he is a Inst- players coach, and yeah. I think he'll instill leadership he skills in both of them for sure. Right. And I think if I think Ben Simmons honestly needs to be more of the ball dominant type of player here. I agree. And um, that's why I was saying if 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 any trades go down, I'm trading Embiid before I'm trading Simmons. I don't know how you feel about that, but I think Ben Simmons has. More potential, I and mean, he's a guy you can build your team around. I don't see you building a team kind of around and be because he is a center, and he's not a guy who's like ball, who's going to need the ball. Like he needs the ball, mm-hmm. but he's not like making plays yeah. like Simmons will be. Yeah, Ben Simmons is a playmaker, and Embiid's more of a scorer, talent, finesse type of guy. Although Embiid is definitely the best player on the Sixers, my favorite player on the Sixers, and like just the Philly's guy. Uh, he's definitely if the Sixers were to trade. Which I don't see them doing till next year. Like I said, if they were to trade, he's going to be the guy to trade just because Simmons is more and upside. Just, yeah, Simmons has more upside. Is also more cohesive for different types of players to bring in, and yeah. because Embiid is a top ten player in the league, and you can get, I mean, top ten player in my eyes. I'll, I'll say that. Just he's he, arguably top. 10. He's he's top twelve, hundred percent. Yeah, and you can get a lot of stuff for him, hundred percent. So right, and and just back to my point is, if you bring in Harden, I think you can find a way to make that work with him. And Simmons, um, it would just hurt me so much if he left. I know, I know it would, but I think you can find Harden's it, cool, but I think you can find that work with him and Simmons. Um, and and because also personally, I feel like there is a little bit of tension with Simmons and Embiid. I think it'll be a fresh start for Embiid. He'll have his own team because it's not like I don't think it's like an alpha type thing between Simmons and Embiid. But it's it's, there's a little it's there, there's a little bit of like confusion I think there. And I think when you bring this year will if, be a good year you, to show that. Yeah, see, see how. It, See how that works with Doc, but if you bring in Harden, matched up with Simmons, say it again, that, Harden, Harden shoot. Simmons has a shooter now on a team that he can he can play through. Just the only thing that would maybe kind of scare me is they're both guys who need the ball, but for different reasons. Harden's more of a scorer, and Simmons is more of a playmaker. But I still think you can make that work. And then on the other side with Embiid with Russell, I think they'll I think pick and roll all day. I'd love I'd love to see that Embiid. That would be perfect because Russell likes the ball in his hands. Russell will be a guy who likes to attack downhill, and I think he'll really find his identity, especially in the high pick and roll. I mean, and you saw how well he played with Steven Adams, who's a pretty good center. Yeah. Embiid's just like a, a ten times better, 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 a yeah. much better version. Right? Of it's Adams. like it's yeah. like you know, and it, it, it's like not like a Stockton and Malone type thing, but they did run the pick and roll. It'd just be a different style of pick and roll. Yeah, attack the basket, lobs, and then and then whenever uh, Embiid's feeling it, he posts up and down low. Like it's just, I think it'll work both great for both teams but that, that's just my take mm-hmm. um just to move on uh another rumor that's going around is possibly like drew holiday for tyler hero yeah now i think the heat of not 100 certain don't quote me on it but i've kind of i think i've saw on instagram where heroes kind of 
is like an untouchable. Yeah, that tra- that trade's some- not really like a a rumor that's like maybe they're talking, but like yeah. just what are your the thoughts on that? I personally don't like that trade for the Pelicans just because I think Drew Holiday is a very underrated player. I think right. what he brings on the defensive end is something that is greatly underappreciated. He's a really good defender in this league. Also, offensively, he he can shoot the ball fairly fairly well, and he's also like he can assimilate well. Tyler Hero is a great young rookie, but I don't know. I just I like having that veteran presence of Drew Holiday on the team. For me, especially for just okay, um, maybe straight up trade. It's not bad just because Hero's yeah. potential. But right. the real the real reason I don't like it is because the Pelicans they need a veteran leader. Exactly, that's exactly what I was about to say. I I agree, I agree with that. Short term. I don't agree with uh, that trade because I think, think they, I, I think I'd rather have Tyler Hero on the Heat, yeah, than uh, Drew Holiday on the Heat. Uh, like if I'm the Heat, I'd rather have Hero over Holiday. But if I'm the Pelicans, I'd rather have Holiday over Hero. Yeah, because like what you said, because they have so many young guys, yeah, point, and they're yeah. gonna need a leader to look up to, exactly. and, and if they want to be successful. Now, now long term, maybe, maybe, maybe you might want to yeah. do that because long term, because you can see like somebody like Brandon Ingram, and if. Zion Williamson can get his endurance and stuff like that down, and you know, and he will. One of those guys can develop into that leadership role. I see it more of being like a bi type, Brandon Ingram type of guy. But if you want immediate success for like the next two to three years, Drew Holiday, great defensive player, and um, I, I I'd still want him on my team because that's the leadership. Yeah, that's a leadership player on your team. You need that for any team to be successful. Now with the Heat, obviously, heroes showed that he's a great piece. Great he fits that role very perfectly. Piece. Exactly, and I and I don't think the Heat would be willing to trade that yeah. just because of he's what kinda, happened. And I wouldn't trade that. He's kind of lucky because I think he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but if he's in any other situation, I mean, literally almost any other team, he's going to be a a mediocre player who we yeah. don't really talk about. But the Heat gives him the perfect place. You know, with right. Bam leading the center, Gorn, who's a very pass. A pass first, like pick and roll guy. Yeah, pick and roll yeah. guy who hits the guys who's shooting threes You're very right, well. Right. Yeah, so big it, man, yeah, yeah. He he kind of just fell right into the perfect spot. Yeah, I feel like us as uh, people, you know, who follow sports and stuff like that. I feel like sometimes we get caught up with oh, like a player on paper, player for player, like who's a better player. But so much of trades, and I think I might be stating the obvious here, but it's it's a situational thing. Like what works for yeah. your team. I agree. And and if you look at this. Like we said, Drew Holiday's a leader, and that's what the Pelicans need right now. And Tyler Hero, there's no way if I'm the Heat, I'm trading away Hero, especially what he's proved in this playoffs. And he's a great complimentary guy. And I think that this is there's so many um reasons for the rest of these trades, like 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 so many factors, like the Embiid uh, for Harden thing. It's mm-hmm. Harden's a better player than Embiid, but it's a, it's just a, a situational thing. So I think that there's a lot of that that goes along. Um, in, in NBA trades, but also another trade kind of going back to the Sixers is what's your opinions on like a Simmons for a Bradley Beal? Gosh, that's just, it's so hard for me to think about giving away Ben Simmons just because of so much. I mean, he's already done, done so well, but just the unreached potential that he has yeah. because he really is, a, I see him being a top player in this league hundred percent, but Bradley Beal has been kind of like that for the Wizards. If I'm the Sixers, uh, I'm saying no, just for the mere fact of, like I said earlier, you want Simmons and Embiid to have another chance to play together and see how they play, but it's tough because I think Bradley Beal is a, definitely a top three point guard in this league. Yeah, um, for me, I'm I, saying no. Who, I'm just, just random. Who do you have? Well, you think? Wait, you think who's the top three shooting guard? You think? Bradley oh, I, I didn't miss. I didn't miss a point guard. I'm going to say Bradley Beal's top three shooting guard. I was going to ask you just for a, a few positions, just because you know Ben's a point guard and Beal being Bradley a shooting Beal guard is. It goes Clay, Clay, number one. I don't care about injury. Clay's one. Harden. Oh. 
Harden, Clay, and Jimmy. Hold up. Neck me. Neck me. You're good. You're good. Neck me. You got Harden. Harden, Clay, and Jimmy are the three best shooting guards in the league. Okay. Harden, one, obviously. I, I misspoke. But then Clay, definitely two. You got Jimmy, three. And then I'm taking, I'm, that's tough. Then it's either between um, D. Booker or Bradley. I, I really said Clay, too, because I thought you were going to try to say Jimmy, too. Or I, so no, well, Clay, I Clay's still better than. Jimmy. I thought you were going to argue. Clay's Jimmy. better than okay. Jimmy, in my opinion. And then for point um, guard, I want to see where you respect ben, uh, Bill Simmons. Bill, <laughs> Bill <laughs> Ben Simmons. Simmons. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, for me, I'm not doing this trade. Um, if I'm the Sixers, because obviously I'd rather I, I'd rather have Simmons because of like we said, his playmaking potential. If he gets a shot, he's he's a guy who could develop into like LeBron, like a LeBron type player because he he shares the same qualities and his defense and and defensively he's already elite. <laughs> so I'm not doing that trade, and I'm not doing that trade if I'm the Wizards either because then you also think about it, you you're bringing along Simmons and yeah. then John Wall is coming back. So then you got that then you got the two point yeah. guard thing factor missing in there. So I don't see I don't see that being yeah. a good fit. Beal is the better player than Simmons right now, but Simmons has way more potential. So, uh, what are your opinions on the top five though for point guards? Like, wh- who? Where would you rank the top five point guards in the league right now? Who top five point guards? Uh, yeah, Curry coming back from injury. I think Curry's still one. Dame's two. Okay, tough take two. No, he's two. He's you, two. You he's, have, he's definitely two. You don't got Kyrie two? No, Kyrie is Kyrie's three. Kyrie's two. No, Kyrie is three. Kyrie is definitely three. He's not better. You than – You know, we can we have Damian Kyrie two oh and three. Gosh, Kyrie is not better than Damian Lillard. You can't even tell me he is. Right now, Kyrie is not have, This debate can be better. Can no, no, no. no. I want to hear what you got to say now. <laughs> you want to hear No, no. I don't want to hear it later. I want to hear now. Okay. I don't really truthfully believe he's that much better, but I think it's a close. It, it definitely can argument can be made. Just mm. because Kyrie's had some little blow-up issues. You know who had some blow-up issues in their past and made him look real bad? Jimmy Butler. You want to know what Jimmy Butler did? Huh? He took a team to the finals in the East, and now everyone's whoa, whoa, saying how what good issues, he is. What issues did Jimmy Butler have in the past? He blew up the T-Wolves. He no, blew up no, the Bulls. That's not that's not what happened. Okay, if, you, if you go back, oh, Jimmy Butler Jimmy Butler is just oh, so my. much of an alpha. Dude, he, no, no, listen. Listen to me. I don't want to hear this, listen, dude. Jimmy Butler. No, before I sound like a Jimmy Butler Before I sound like a Jimmy Butler hater, a Jimmy Butler hater, I like Jimmy Butler, and I think he's a good player, and I think he's a good leader, believe it or not. But in his past, he has made some – you can say what you want. He's had some situations where he hasn't handled it 100% the way he should have or even 50% in that matter because he hey, stormed out. But he's blown up teams this, and you this, can't ignore this that. Is how, this is how I look at it. Jimmy Butler handled it the only way he he knew how. The alpha and, way. No, 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 no. It's not, even that, it's not even the alpha thing. It's so much where Jimmy cares about winning so much that the other guys weren't even on the same level. They couldn't even fathom the type of intensity he brings into a locker room. They couldn't handle That is literally the truth. You go read articles. Listen, no, they cannot mm-hmm. handle the truth. And what happened? You pair Jimmy Butler up with a guy like Pat Riley, who all they care about is winning and dominating. Oh, that, that's all they care about. Oh, they, oh, no, oh, they care no, about that's, that's what they care about. That is the ultimate goal. They don't care about the money. They don't care about that crap. And you see what happens? They went to the finals. That's the thing. You know, it's different. It's different. Yeah, a little bit lucky too. Kyrie mind. Irving is don't compare Kyrie and Jimmy as far as leadership because Jimmy is a by far better leader than I'm Kyrie. I'm saying how Kyrie blew up the Celtics. That's all. Kyrie blew up. Yes, that's true. But Jimmy did not blow up the T. It wasn't his fault that Jim. It was not Jimmy's he, fault that the T. He blew also, up. like I said, has, it was has, Kyrie's fault that the Celtics blew up. So there's a difference there. Jimmy's not Jimmy. the main cause for the T. Was okay, blowing yes, up. He, yes, he was. No, he was not. It was him. It was his. Um, he's trying to whether light, just because it was his alphaness. It was still. He him. was trying to light a fire under him. That's what he was trying to do. In by the getting, way he by getting in a dirty KD, play, uh, scrimmage. Kyrie and is going a diva. Off and just, Kyrie's a diva, 
Hey, 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 this is all I got to say. That whole narrative you have for Jimmy now, it was not looked at. When he was even on the Sixers and he had a really good year for us and no one was even talking about him, no one's even talking about Jimmy and he was doing great for us. Yeah. He had the narrative of being a blow-up guy. Kyrie's got the narrative of being, you know, the reason we don't look highly on Kyrie right now is because, like I said, blowing up with the Celtics and just looking like he's had injuries, he's just not been the same Kyrie. He's on an East team now, a week in the week East on a really good Nets team. He, yeah. he takes team to the finals. Whoa. He's not taking How? the team to the finals though. It's okay, KD it's Katie's team, team but he's still there. It's different. The narrative on Kyrie changes. Jimmy, the Butler, on Kyrie Jimmy changes. Butler is a natural leader, and he's proved that with the Heat. Kyrie is a natural too. We saw he couldn't he couldn't take the Cavs the the poopy squad. On the, oh, before <laughs> he was a young, Le, no, dude, before LeBron got there, he was still a young player, bro. Quit giving him crap. No, but but he's, uh, he's, he's, he's no no no. Shut up, shut up. Don't don't. How dare you say that? Listen, that's like no no no. Shut up. I'm about to go off of you for saying that. No. You, we praise Devin Booker for being on the dog crap Pel, um, dog crap Suns, Phoenix Suns, and they don't do crap. I don't praise Ka- him. People praise him for being a really good player. He is a really good player. Yeah, Kyrie. Was I'm not a really saying good... Kyrie is not a really good player. Okay, okay, he was. A really... I'm saying I'm saying there's a difference between Kyrie and Jimmy Butler as okay. far as being a leader. That's I agree. All I'm saying. I, okay, okay. I'm, I'm saying I, Kyrie, I your point. Kyrie blew up the Celtics not because he's. This but intensity, you, winning all is everything, guy. Yeah, but you, I think he, he values winning, but it's more because Kyrie's a diva. You just can't blame him for the Cavs' not success. I mean, like we saw, they were the worst team in the NBA, and that's not his I'm, fault. I'm they just, were god-awful. LeBron just up there, brings him to the promised land because he's freaking LeBron, but that team is terrible, so I'm don't just, blame their I'm just saying. I'm just saying I think, I think it, Kyrie, we know Kyrie is a natural too. We know Jimmy Butler is a natural leader. Even on that Sixers team, they have not been the best player, but he was the leader of that team. And you yeah, saw, I, saw how successful they were. They yeah. went, he went toe to toe, toe uh, with Kawhi. Kawhi. Yeah. So I'm just saying that it's too it's totally different. So I, don't, I I was just saying you can't mm-hmm. compare that. Yeah. There. But but back to what what we were saying, Kyrie is. The, I want to know why you think Kyrie is better than Dan. Dude, I just think there's that's a, what I want to know. Handles wise, he's got better handles. Ooh, defensively, hey, defensively, Dame is a liability. But Kyrie's a liability. Are you kidding me? Less than That's Dame. a wash. Less than Dame. That's a wash. No, don't wash. Dame's Less a than... better scorer. He's a better shooter. He's a better leader. He's taking his team, being the best player on his team, farther than Dude, Kyrie. Dude, I never said I disagree with you. So the whole point is I just said you can make an argument for Kyrie. We have him two and three, but the four has been Simmons. You can make ben Simmons. We agree with that? What? Hold on. Oh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, listen. Yeah. Listen. yeah you... Chris Paul is better than Ben Simmons and Russell Not Westbrook, in my opinion. I think Russell Westbrook's five now. I'm not, and I have Chris Paul six, just because I don't think no, Chris Paul's a beast. But ben, I'll put Ben Simmons five, possibly maybe over Russell. But I still feel like we're giving Russell too much hate there. But it's, it's really no, I have him five, and you have him. What six. about what about Trey Young? We're not putting Trey. Shut the hold on. Time shut out. the front door. Time out. Trey Young. Trey Young is arguably better than Ben Simmons. And you know what? Oh, I was he just is. Pain. We're almost done with this podcast. We're about to finish up. I was gonna say how logical you sounded. But then you pull this one out of your butt, straight out of your butt. You're telling me you don't think Trey Young has an argument of being better than Ben Simmons? No. Ben Simmons can't shoot. Can't the shoot. only the only he, thing Trey Young can do, do is shoot. Do you understand what you have to do in the NBA? You have to be able to shoot. You want to know? You want to know Trey Young can't do? He what, can't play defense. Listen, he can't pass. Listen, you're looking at he what, can't win. You're looking at what Ben Simmons can can become, and Ben Simmons can win. Yes. Based off of what he's had, Joe Willem. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. He's had a better team, but still, Ben Simmons has done so much more. He's better defensively. He's better at rebounding. He's better at passing. Everything besides shooting a goddamn three pointer, he's better than a Matt. Are we going? I think. I think. I think every single thing Trey Young can do, Ben Simmons can do better, except for shooting. That's not. That's not. That is 100 facts. 100 facts. Not entirely true. 
I will take that to the grave. Not entirely on me. true. Not you can put it on my dang headstone. All right, Ben Simmons and Trey Young. I think that's. I'm not saying he's definitely better. I never said that. I said, I what about Trey Young? And you blew up. Listen. I just want to hear the argument. Listen, it's just laughable. It's definitely debatable. It's, it's, def- it's definitely debatable. It's Trey laughable. Young was a first was a starter on the All-Star team. I'm not saying that. That's that's the kind of point you would make, which I kind of feel bad for making that point. But, <laughs> but, but listen, <laughs> it's funny. definitely debatable. Listen, it, it, all right. It's like when we, were compa- when we were comparing players straight up, head-to-head, and what attributes mean a lot. Trey Young shooting is so much farther – Along than Ben Simmons shooting, then Ben Simmons is playmaking, defense, rebounding, Listen, that's, passing. That's my point. That's my point. Is it more important than all those combined? Because he does them all better. Not not all those combined. Not yeah. all those combined. So. But so. but I'm but my point is is Trey Young. Trey Young makes the players around him better. Not as well as Ben Simmons, but enough to where it's not as big as a deficit of the shooting standpoint. No, I just I think Ben Simmons made the players around him a lot better than this, what this is. This Trae how Young this is how I look at it. If we're going on paper. Trey Young's shooting is so much far better than Ben Simmons. Agree? Yeah, like uh, agree, right? It's like a, a 50 shooting then to you a, have, a then, 90. Yeah, it's all right. So we have we have no, it's like a 40 shooting to a 90. He can shoot the mid-range fairly well. The three is the only right, thing he's fine. really far we'll behind. Him 50 on. to 90. The fact that you're saying if we're saying if we're saying play baking, it's like a 85 to a 75. It's I'm like, just, it's, it's, saying, it's like, like an, okay, these, these are terrible like, just no, random no, 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 numbers no, no, are thrown No, no, listen, it's like 85 to 75. No, I'm just saying. He's got uh, a lot better playmaking. No, no, it's, no, it's his not. Court, his court vision is so much better. It's also due in part Based to the fact that he, what? he's six inches above the, the ground. Why, the why, and he can see the, the court Why better. is Trey Young averaging eight point eight assists per game? Yeah, Ben Simmons averages two and a half more assists than him. That is not true. He does That's not average 10 assists per game. Okay, I think he averages eight. Well, actually, we're going to look it up. Statistics do mean something. Yeah, I know they do. I never said they didn't. Pull up Trey Young's stats just while we're here. And also, also Ben Simmons has somebody like Joel Embiid to pass to. Ooh, blaming him for having a good player. No, I'm not blaming just him. Just go, I'm to, saying go that... to Trey Young's career stats. And keep in mind, Trey Young's the number one on his team, so he's got the points and. Okay, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. I'm saying. Well, like, I'm saying for playmaking. Yeah. Okay. Listen, nine point three assists. That that was last year, 2019. 9.3 assists. Yeah, 2018, 8.1 assists. For his career, is 8.6. I'm talking about last year. He's averaging more <laughs> by assistant in point three. And Ben Simmons has has Joel Embiid to pass. Okay, him. don't that, even say the that, number one thing because they both are have the ball in their hands most of the I time. Agree. Okay, I, I'm gonna. They're the ones who makes the plays. Also, keep in mind. Not, I agree. Not though. all passing is based off assist. I understand. <laughs> yes, that's where I agree. That's why I, I, d- saying, I don't even want to hear you trying no, to. No, like, but that's where I am saying okay, ben, yeah. it's like a ten. It's yeah, like yeah, a ten yeah. deficit that. It's not like Ben Simmons' playmaking is so much more better. But that's Ben what Simmons, you're trying but, to argue. yeah, yeah. But I just think Ben Simmons, also rebounding. Trey Listen. Young, his rebounding is probably at forty. Wait, wait, what? All right, eight, eight and a half rebounds. He averages freaking three. Okay. Trey Young averages four point two. I expect, I expect Ben Simmons to Did average that more. No, he doesn't. First career, he averages three point nine. I'm, I'm talking about for last year, he was four point two. Dude, we're not looking at last year. We're looking at career. I'm looking at they last both have, year. They both have short careers. Just look at career. Why don't you just look at last year? Because we're not comparing one year. We're, we're not comparing, comparing all time. We're talking about who's better right now. So you do yeah, based off of last year. Well, I mean. Not the year before that. Yeah, but I still think he's better right now. So just. just okay, so if we're looking at okay. Devontae Graham. This, that's, this is an unneeded argument. Listen, but, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If we're putting it on paper, they are. It's definitely arguable. It's definitely arguable. Because you could even. Eyes. No, no, no. Eyes. But in an NBA. Defense. No, defense. That's what I'm saying. Listen. Trey Young is a okay. terrible okay. defender. Listen to me. Terrible. Listen to me. You got way better shooting for Trey Young. You got way better defense. Those cancel out. Yes. Then people, I'm not saying they're right, but 
people will make an argument don't, that Trey Young don't. is a better playmaker than Jeez. Ben Simmons. Gosh, and no. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying they're right, but I'm saying it is valid argument. Yeah, we just looked at the, the assists. Assist. Okay, wow, we're saying, stats don't mean we're, everything. We're looking at one stat. Stats don't mean everything. That, but yes, I'm not gonna. You can but make. If you want to break yes. it down, if you want to break it down, and then pick and roll, pick scoring, and roll, scoring, like I would say, oh, scoring sc- as a scoring, whole, scoring, scoring as a whole has to go to him just because he can score more. Driving and then rebounding, you rebounding and Ben Simmons driving and rebounding. Um, you say you say three point shooting for him because you know that's. Uh, Trey Young, that's right. a specific stat because shooting right. as a whole, he's still better. But IQ, the, IQ would probably give it to Simmons. One hundred percent give it. I think Simmons. he's a little bit more cerebral. Yeah, of a player. Uh, but but well, I, right there, it's about even. It's no, definitely debatable. No, it's not about even, but it definitely it's, been, it's, de- it's definitely it's definitely not been, even. It's, been it's been Simmons. I'm saying it's definitely debatable. I'm not saying it's one or the other. Yeah. Personally, I take Ben Simmons over, but you can definitely argue Trey Young is better than Ben Simmons. You can't tell me he's not. You can't tell me you can't argue that. Yeah, okay, I, I, I don't. Listen, yes, no, I know, no, no. I know. Hey, hey, basketball world, listen to these stats: twenty-nine point six, nine point three, and four point two. You're telling me a guy like Ben Simmons who's Dude, when your team is, but you also got to think about this: that you, your whole argument was that Ben Simmons plays on a better team. So clearly, his that's enough, not my whole argument. No, not your whole argument. One of your arguments is that he plays on a much better team. So obviously, he's gonna have other players from a playmaking Trae standpoint. Young, no, no, but Trey Young has yeah from a playmaking standpoint. But in a scoring standpoint, Trey Young's got literally nobody around him. Obviously, he's right. gonna have to do has, all this work. He has to be ball dominant. So yeah, he's got to do all this stuff. Exactly, I agree. But you really so think, Ben Simmons can't really just think, like. But do you really think if do you really think if Joel Embiid wasn't on the team, Ben Simmons would be averaging thirty points per game? I don't know. So. But I think if and I think uh, if Ben Simmons on a team that didn't have any guys around him, I think he'd be averaging twenty. Also. 10 and like nine easy possibly but I, i'm saying easy I, i'm saying i don't think i don't think ben simmons averages 30 points a game on an on an efficient on an efficient level i think i i can see trey young averaging 25 26 Dang. per game re, re, uh, really efficiently we'll, we'll definitely throw a pull up on the ig thanks oh, for all, yeah yeah thanks for listening to the whoop and shoot podcast make sure to check us out on apple podcast spotify and the anchor app also, also make sure to check us out on our Instagram at whoop underscore two podcast for more polls and posts. Anything else to add, Payne? Um, that's pretty much it. Next uh, video coming soon. Just be on the lookout for that. TikTok page will be coming up here shortly. We'll let you know about that on our Instagram. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Peace. Peace.